0: it's an episode of the Let's Go Eat show. I don't need to tell you that because you're just you're here and you're listening to it. Uh, so we're um, uh, at Tocaria 27, and I'm sitting uh, at the table. All, all the guests are gone. Uh, the guest that you're about to listen to is gone. Uh, we packed up almost all the gear except for this microphone, and I was about to sit down here and uh, uh, record this intro, and then Mary Nichols from Channel 2 came over. And uh, we started chatting, and I got sidetracked, and now I'm late for an appointment. But it's, you know, but it's always nice to chat with Mary Nichols. And she was telling me that, that uh, I said, I, I really want to get Ron Bird on the podcast, uh, on the Let's Go Eat show. And she said, well, I'll tell him to call you, but he's been really weird lately. And I said, well, he's always weird. I see him on TV. He's weird. She said, no, but I mean, he's been extra weird and I said, "Well, okay, just we'll tell him to stop being weird, and just call me, and we'll get him on the podcast, and we'll talk about Ron Bird's idiosyncrasies, and uh, it'll be it'll be fun." But we we got a podcast for you, a show for you here that I think you'll find quite quite interesting. We're going to be talking with Leslie O. The O stands for Open Peterson. Uh, she is a, a Mormon woman who is a a, a painter. Uh, she paints uh, in watercolor. And she has done a series of painting called The Forgotten Wives of Joseph Smith. Uh, it's recently, officially revealed by the church in an essay that Joseph Smith, guess what? He did have more than one wife. He did have more than just Emma Smith. As a matter of fact, he had at least, what do we, 34 other wives? 36 or something, I don't know, a bunch uh, and I was reading some other articles that said he might have even had as many as 40 or 50. And I forgot to tell uh, Leslie that because, uh, you know, she may even have more paintings <laughs> than she needs to do. Uh, I think you'll find her a charming uh, woman. She's she's just delightful. I, uh, I developed a, s- a small crush on her. Yeah, she's a uh, uh, and she's a hairdresser too, and I could use a new hairdresser. So uh, anyway, here it is, uh, Leslie Peterson, Leslie O. Peterson. She is uh, and the and the Forgotten Wives of Joseph Smith. And uh, thanks, Todd Gardner at Taco Twenty Seven. Uh, the tacos we ate uh, with uh, mashed potatoes on them during the interview. What delicious. Le- Leslie O. Peterson and the O. Is uh, what is what? Alpen. Alpen, which is a, uh, is that your maiden name or your family name?
1: Yeah, it's my maiden name. Your
0: maiden name, and Alpen, Alpen is a kind of an an old name in Utah history, isn't it?
1: Right, and most people associate it with the University of Utah. That's right. Building the Alpen, the Union, Alpen building. Union building, yeah. and then there are quite a few Alpen mortuaries. So are you related people. to all of
0: those? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so you're from a long line of Utah
1: people, right? Yeah. Uh,
0: Leslie Alpen is our guest, and she uh, has had you become kind of an overnight celebrity, and um, and what, well, Leslie, how can I ask you how old you are? It says in the article. Yes. So oh,
1: yeah. Um, I'm sixty.
0: And you've become a celebrity at the age of sixty.
1: I guess so. That's kind I've been of, sure getting a lot of attention.
0: <laughs> uh, you've been getting a lot of attention for your art, and we uh, have it here, and we'll, we'll post some of this on our website, the Um Thanks, Dylan. Uh, the Wives, the Forgotten Wives of Joseph Smith. Right. And uh, you have done portraits of these 34 women. Right. Although one of them was not a forgotten Wife. She's the wife that everybody who was a Mormon kind of knew, Emma Hale Smith.
1: Right, yes.
0: Uh, and then there are these other 33 women who most Mormon people never heard of. Well, until recently.
1: Right, right.
0: Now, but you go, well.
1: Well,. I- You know, I was interviewed by Fox News, and I said that, or they quoted me saying that I did not know about the wives until the essay came out. Well, I did know about the wives. I had heard the murmurings. I've heard stories. I've done my reading. Mm -hmm. But because the church had never had these in their manuals and never talked about these women Mm. i didn't know if the rumors were true or not Mm. so when the essays came out i went aha (laughs) that's true now i've been given permission to to research these women and find out more about these women
0: so leslie you grew up in uh, in the mormon church Yes. Uh, And you would consider yourself uh, a devout Mormon?
1: I consider myself a Mormon. Well, I I don't know about.
0: You go to, you, I you, go to
1: church every week,
0: and you—that's uh, that, pretty devout. Okay, I, I would say. Okay, uh, most there are a lot of people who consider themselves a Mormon who don't go to church every week, and that, but right. they say, "Well, yeah, I'm a Mormon."
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you, you go what, every week. I and go every week. Always
0: have. And, and did you, you went to Sunday school when you were a little kid? And yes. You grew up in uh, in Salt Lake.
1: No, I actually grew up in Southern California, mm-hmm. but my family is from Utah, and mm-hmm. then I came back to Utah when, to go to East High School. My parents came out here. And have I've been here quite a few years.
0: Yeah, and you uh, did you uh, and you and your husband uh, Mormon, and yes, th- you raised your children in the Mormon Church.
1: Yes, I did,
0: and uh, baptized, and everybody went right. to church on Sunday, and
1: absolutely, and you
0: did the things that a, a Mormon does.
1: I yes, I've been a Relief Society president. Mm. Sent so, your kids
0: on missions?
1: No, my children did not go on missions. Didn't
0: didn't choose to do that. They
1: did not choose.
0: Did you right. go on a mission?
1: No, I did not. Your husband? No.
0: Not a missionary. No. Okay. No. Uh, did your husband serve callings in the church?
1: Yes, he's um, he's one of the counselors. He or no, not a counselor? Sorry, that's the wrong word. Um, I don't even know his title, but he counts the tithing. Whatever that's called,
0: he's a clerk. A, a clerk. He's the ward clerk.
1: That's what he is. Right? So, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's
0: what they used to call it when I was going to church right. many years ago.
1: I don't know the priesthood official names. Yeah, so, but yeah. so
0: so you and so you're, you still go to church every Sunday. And yes, your husband I do. Does and he goes and counts the tithing and all of that. Right. Right. Uh, so you'd heard that Joseph Smith m- maybe had more wives than Emma Smith, but that's not what the the LDS Church taught. Right. They taught that he w- he had this one wife, Emma Smith, and and, and if you go to the visitor center uh, at the at, here at Salt Lake,
1: Let, can I tell sure, you about please. that? Yeah, um, I went to the Joseph Smith Building last month. When this is this is all this is all happened so quickly, mm-hmm. and so I was just walking around, and there are statues of Joseph everywhere sculptures, paintings, and I went up to one of the missionary women, and I said, could you show me where there's a painting of Emma? And she goes, hmm, let me see, um, and she goes, yes, there's an alcove on the second floor, in the very back, you'll find a little picture of Emma. Mm-hmm. So that's all the recognition she got there, and I thought, oh, I'm not even going to ask about the other 33. Obviously, they're not going to be right. there. So that was, you know, it's kind of sad to me. It's uh, just- I
0: seem to remember going to the visitor center here on Temple Square, and there's a there, uh, and I, I, I guess it's maybe still there. There was a bust of Emma Smith uh, there, and 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 there was a like a little recording, and the bust would light up, and it would say. Um, and I remember when Joseph was translating the the golden plates in the Book of Mormon, and you know, and that, and it was kind, of, you know, and so they featured her in that way, and there was a, a like a bust there of her, huh. okay, and uh, and and you know, so she was mentioned in the at the time of the translation of the Book of Mormon, and her, and her she was she testifying to the. To, to that, and, and she was mentioned in that regard. Okay, and I just I remember my and probably your whole knowledge of her was that, well, they just lived together happily, and then after Joseph was killed, they never really talked about her again. Right, because what?
1: she went off and formed the the. Reorganized. Reorganized church. But, right.
0: But did, I mean, And that was it. I mean, nobody ever really talked about that even. I mean, it was right. just like she just sort of faded away.
1: I there agree. Was, there was
0: Joseph and Emma Smith, and they were happy, and then he got killed, and then she just sort of disappeared.
1: I think you hit it right on the head. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, they really didn't even talk about the fact that she stayed in Nauvoo. Uh, and Kirtland, or she stayed in Nauvoo. They had all, she she owned all of that property. She lived in a big mansion that she and Joseph had. Yeah. Um, they had a big house, yeah. and she sta- and the and the town of Nauvoo was essentially empty after the m- most of the Mormons left and came out to Salt Lake, mm-hmm. and the town was empty, and and she stayed there and she remarried,
1: right, and, right,
0: and uh, and then then she and her. And Joseph Smith's son, Joseph Smith the Third, they formed, s- formed a church, a, a church right. the Reorganized Church of Latter Day Saints, and and but nobody real, of course, why would they talk about that? Because the Mormon Church became a very successful church in Salt Lake City, so mm-hmm. they don't talk about that. Yeah, and so, um, but there were rumors about these other women that Joseph Smith might have married because we all knew about polygamy,
1: right? But it was. Brigham's polygamy yeah. that you hear so much about. And that doesn't seem to be a secret. No. But for some reason, Joseph's polygamy is not talked about
0: well, in there the were, church. I think there were some people who even said and maybe there was the Polygamy, that was all kind of Brigham Young's idea.
1: Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah, that yeah there are p- books out that say hmm. Joseph didn't practice polygamy, hmm. but I don't know how they can...
0: Well, so then the LDS church... Decides to address all of these what are, are rumors, and I've started reading about that be- because of your art. I started reading about that today oh, and a good. couple of days ago. Good. And the LDS Church has said there is a, there's enough history out there that these aren't really rumors anymore, and we're we're going to publish our own. And you refer to them essays, right? About this, yes. It's it's true. Joseph Smith had. Several other wives, right? And that, and the LDS Church publishes a, a co- very comprehensive history about who these women were.
1: I don't know how comprehensive, but um, a, a pretty good couple pages of.
0: Oh yeah, I guess no. Yeah. It it, it ta- ta- did it name the in that essay? No,
1: no, no, it didn't. It said that some were uh, young. Um, Just shy of their fifteenth birthday, Mm -hmm. Um, and it also mentioned that he married other men's wives. Yeah, and so that was pretty bold, I think, for them to come out and say that. So
0: when when you when when this happened, what did that did that how did that make you feel?
1: It, I, I don't even know if I can explain it because I had. Read a lot about it, but I, I didn't know for sure if it was true or not. And so when the essays came out, where, where uh, do
2: you where do you read a lot of? I mean, in uh, just books that Mormons write that the church doesn't says aren't true. No, those those essays are on the well bef- no, before before that oh, before no, the essay. Right. She said she was reading about right it. Oh, these just. I mean, um, websites, I had, blogs,
1: had Um, no, I was reading books. I was reading Mormon Enigma by um, Linda Newell, and um, I've read Nauvoo Polygamy in Sacred Loneliness with mm. Todd Compton, mm. and so they were scholarly pieces. It wasn't just anti-Mormon stuff on on the computer. Mm. You know, they were they were.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Books, credible okay. books. Legitimate,
2: well.
0: yeah. Okay. So,
1: but still, the church hadn't, I had never heard them mentioned in Relief Society <laughs> or Sunday school. Never, mm-hmm. yeah. never. And so when the essays came out, it was like, yes, I have been given permission to really dig in and study this. This is true. And to me, as a Mormon woman, it's really important to hear the stories of my foremothers, and so it, I shouldn't say I just learned about these women. I was given permission to study, and, and I' you know I'm just fascinated by this topic.:
0: um, Did it, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people, I think, felt um, disillusioned. When the church, the LDS church, finally uh, acknowledged that what all these, all this murmuring is true, you know, we we've kind of kept it from you. We've tried to keep it from you, but now the truth is out. It is true, and a lot of people felt disillusioned, and you sort of felt it seems to me almost the opposite of
1: being. I disillusioned. know this is this is a really good question because. I have so many friends that are studying this and learning it, and many of them, not many of them, a lot of them, Mm -hmm. have left the church over this. Really? Yeah. I mean, they feel like they've been deceived. Mm -hmm. So for me, um, I have just embraced this quirky religion of ours. I think it's fascinating. And so um yeah i 'm just having a wonderful time. I was talking to my dad the other day and I said, I have embraced Mormonism in a different way but i it's so much more interesting to me now that i 'm looking at our our real history mm-hmm. so
0: well I think you know and I have this discussion with friends of mine um, who are, I have not remained religious in my life uh, but i have i've uh, I have this discussion with people who have remained religious and I say, you know, the very definition of faith, I think, is what you experience right there. You have faith, Um, I think. You, it it almost, faith is something that whatever your religion gives you, it, it almost doesn't matter what the... And you know the the foundation of it is it gives you something you have faith in it, that it is true, and so and so these little these quirks are, are, are just it doesn't matter. It's it's the message that's true, not the quirks. You know, am I making sense when I say that? Mm, I. It, no, doesn't, I
2: it, it, it doesn't disagree with that. I don't know if
1: I'm quite following it. Doesn't,
0: it. <laughs> it doesn't shake your faith in the truth, or um, does it?
1: Um, I, I look at Mormonism a lot differently than I did mm. ten years ago. Mm. But it's uh, you know I'm a Mormon, but I um, culturally
0: or spiritually or both.
1: I'm I'm just a more liberal Mormon. Well, you're a
0: California um, Mormon. I'm a California we, Mormon, and we know what they are like. That's
1: right. That's right. That's right. So, I don't think I am still a traditional Mormon uh, in every sense of the word. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm a Mormon. No. I go to church, and um, so, I enjoy well, it you, when I go. And
0: so, you're you're a, you're a cultural Mormon in a lot of respects.
1: Maybe ah, I, I, I don't know. Cool.
0: Well, it's, okay. I guess it's a, it's, and it's really not the point of why we're here. I I really want to talk about these women.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: and I want to talk about y- your art.
1: Okay, great. Because my, yeah.
0: because you're an also kind of a new artist, aren't you?
1: Yes, yes. I'm I'm only I have only been painting for three years. Why did you take it up? Okay, this is a really cool story. I think um, my son-in-law is a Tongan football player, rugby player. And he was playing in a rugby game and was clotheslined, tackled by the neck, and had a severe stroke. We just about lost him. And so after he recovered a little bit, he's still struggling. My daughter said, Mom... I'm going to pay for you to... Oh, sorry. That's okay. Mom, I'm going to pay for you to take an art class. You're. A,
0: I'm a table pounder, sorry, too. Yeah,
1: Mom, so I get excited you know, a, about this story. I'm
0: a real table pounder, <laughs> so I put my hands in my lap when we're doing these podcasts.
1: That's like, a good idea. No. But, uh yeah, my daughter said, Mom, I'm going to pay for you to take an art pla- class. If you'll take Paul, I think it would be good therapy for Paul to paint. And so... I had never been interested in art before, and I took my son-in-law, and we we did art together for about a year, and that's where I well, you did, got interested in it.
0: You got interested in it, and and you um, did you did you? I, I mean, this is very. These are very nice. Thank you. Do, uh, did, did you say to yourself, "I re- not only do I like this, hmm"? I seem to have a kind of an aptitude for this that I didn't know. Did you draw Um, as a kid? No, no,
1: nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing. And then again, um, this son-in-law and my daughter decided to go to Tonga. He's Tongan. My daughter's half Tongan. um, To adopt twins. And one of my hair clients I do hair at home in the basement said to me Leslie you need to sell your art so you can go down to Tonga and help your daughter and I went yeah right I've been painting a year mm-hmm. nobody is going to want me to paint for them well I was wrong I had I earned enough money to go to Tonga and live for 7 weeks on money from commissioned art. So that gave me a little bit of self-confidence and it has just blossomed it has just blossomed since then.
2: What uh what kind of art what kind of art did you start off doing and what did you paint and who did you sell it to?
1: Um mo- it started with the ladies in my basement that I did I do their hair and then um <laughs> it went out on Facebook and people were saying, "Can you paint my dog? Can you paint this landscape?" Can you paint sunflowers? And, you know, I think part of it was people just wanted to support the cause. Mm-hmm. But it did give me a little confidence and it's important.
0: It's important. got up to yeah. a great start. Do people start. fall in love with you really easily, Leslie? Do they?
2: Because yeah. I- <laughs> I'm sitting over here and I'm going... You're gone. falling in love?
0: Because I'm sitting over here going... I'm falling in love with Leslie. Oh,
1: you are so yeah. nice. Uh, so, hey, why don't oh. you put some
0: of that over here, Dylan? Yeah, Would okay. you, you, you you can nosh while you while you talk. Oh, I
1: I can eat while I talk. Yeah, yeah
0: if you <laughs> if you don't feel weird about doing that, because I sure don't. Okay. So now, um, uh, so you start doing the art, and and it's and it's very nice, and you and you have the aptitude for it, and then you discover the uh, the Mormon the uh, forgotten wives of Joseph Smith. Right. And. So, talk about the, the 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 marrying of that process.
1: Okay, I will do that. So, the very day that I read the essay, and I and I can't give you a date. It was last year. It really hit me hard, and I I sluffed Relief Society, and I came home, and I roughly painted Emma and Joseph, just real loose. And then all these faces with no, no, all these heads with no faces representing these women that I knew nothing about. And I put it online and it went crazy. I had, are you familiar with Lindsay Hanson Park that does the Year of Polygamy podcast? No. She's amazing. She has done a podcast on every single one of those of Joseph Smith's wives and honored them. And so she took that painting I did and put it on her website and uses it, and it just went all all over mm-hmm. online mm-hmm. on the computer. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Just
0: went viral. It
1: went viral. That's, That's the sure. word. Sorry, I'm a 60-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. I'm not <laughs> I don't know the terminology. <laughs> so I did that, and then I started listening to the podcasts, and as soon as I listened to the very first one, I thought, how am I going to absorb all this new information? Um, I decided to paint them. So I just, I would put my headset on, listen to Lindsay talk about these women and paint them. That's, that's how it started. And it was for me. I had no idea the attention this project would get.
0: Um. What? Um, who's the first one you did was, uh, after Emma?
1: The first one I did is Fanny Alger, and she's the s- second down, third.
2: Uh, yes, the longer, the long. One more neck. over. One, more, that one That's
1: one. that's Fanny Alger. She's the first one, and she was quite controversial. That's the one where supposedly Emma and I—I I can't remember which uh, general authority or oh, one of the old Nauvoo people mm-hmm. apparently caught them in the barn and um, I think at the time Fanny was maybe a house girl mm-hmm. and so she was booted out so that it started with her that was yeah. kind of a scandalous one and mm-hmm. then I just went I went in order painted the wives in order
0: and that, so that was the first one that Joseph yeah. Smith married
1: uh, or that's just well and th- and that's controversial as well because apparently oh people are going to have a good time with me because I'm not a historian mm. I don't claim to be but apparently Fanny and Joseph Smith had their relationship before the polygamy revelation came out so mm. it's so there's a lot of controversy, and I don't know the I don't know the truth.
0: Um, so the history of these women was already there for you to 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 yes to find out about. You didn't have to um, do a lot of digging to no, find it.
1: No, it's there. M- most of the information I got for my art was in was Todd Compton's in Sacred Loneliness and Lindsay Hammond Parks podcasts. Of these women, that's where I got most of my information. Uh,
0: talk about some of the th- these women. Uh, that, and um, I'll ask a long question if you want to have a chip.
1: Okay, okay. all right. <laughs> I, ask I, um, a long have question. You, have we
2: talked about where we're where we are? What chips we're eating?
0: Oh yeah, we haven't really oh, mentioned no. that. Yeah. We're why at. Why don't um,
2: you why don't you tell people about that? Well, we're um, going to have some chips. Uh, oh, we're yeah. at um, oh, we're at Todd
0: Gardner's uh, one of his now three Taqueria twenty seven. Uh, restaurants. Uh, the first one he opened was up on Foothill. Todd Gardner, a longtime uh, friend of ours, uh, we first met Todd when he was uh, doing the uh, Z Tejas down at uh, the Gateway. That's right. Um, we do a uh, bunch
2: of all the tequila pairings, yeah. dinners, and stuff. And uh,
0: oh, okay. Todd was the chef down there, and he wanted to get out of the corporate chef
2: business. And we did. We did, We've done an episode with Todd.
0: Yeah. And uh, so we, uh, uh, Todd, uh, before Z Tejas left town. Uh, Todd got out of there, and he opened up Taqueria Twenty Seven up on Foothill. How long ago was that, Todd? Three and a half years ago. Uh, Takaria Twenty Seven up on Foothill, and then uh, expanded to uh, Holiday. New- Holiday. Where's the one in Holiday? I've been there once.
3: Forty-six seventy South, and the actual address is called Holiday Village Plaza, but it's a corner of twenty thirty East and Forty-six Seventy South.
0: That whole new. Uh,
3: it's where we're Video Verns used to be, yeah, yeah. the Video Verns oh, yeah. Corner. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, during the the real estate renaissance, developers rolled in and tore that thing down, and then it sat fallow for umpteen years. And you know,
0: it's a really nice uh, space and a nice restaurant there. Thank you. And then, I had no idea you were going to do this, this one here on Second South. What's the exact address?
3: 149 East and 200 South. Directly, and I, yeah, right next door to Bar X. Yeah. yeah.
0: Great location. It's good, yeah. And I, I was just, and I live just up the street, and I was driving down one day and I went,
3: What? Tacaria 27. <laughs> I know us too. Nice. I know. How long has it been open? Uh,
1: is it this one?
3: Six months or so. Yeah, I didn't know it was here. Yeah. Very, um, it's doing well, I would assume. Yeah, we're doing great down here. Mm-hmm. It's a great crowd. It's, yeah. It's fun. We were altruistic and thought we'd stay open until midnights on Fridays and Saturdays in the beginning, but that got kiboshed real quick. No. No. <laughs> um,
0: anything? Any? Do you do anything much different here than the other places? Pretty much the same kind of?
3: It's the same core menu, mm-hmm. and the specials change, mm-hmm. you know, based on kitchen managers and, and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, we, we have folks who visit all three locations, and I... Trust me, I get an earful if something's not exactly like it was in the other one. So oh. we try to we try to keep all the core stuff yeah. similar. If you know, if well, not Leslie, exactly our guest same. on
0: the podcast, has said, well, she'd been to the other two locations right already and was excited to know there. was you got a third here? Yeah. You know? yeah, it's
3: it's fun for us too. We've got it's just fun because they've all created their own weather, like we talked about. It mm-hmm. they all it's. The demographics of Utah are so interesting because they're geographically very close, but very dissimilar in the clientele. Yeah. So it's it's fun to to work it out between the three. It gives us three times the opportunity to, to do cool stuff. Yeah,
0: awesome. Well, mm, and the guacamole is great.
3: Oh, that's the guac of the day. It's so that was, given. That's what, roasted. What pear. is it? It's roasted pears with habanero and red wine vinegar reduction. It's oh. amazing. Yeah, it's really good. I like that. And then we've got the. The salsa I brought out is the salsa crudo, and we're using organic tomatoes from our garden now. Mm. And we're, we're picking about 100 pounds of tomatoes a day, I think. Where's or, your I'm, it, I'm Your house? <laughs> it's in our neighbor's backyard, actually, across the street from our house. Wow. Hang on, hang on, hang
2: on. Okay, you you run three restaurants and a garden, and you pick 100 pounds of tomatoes a day? And he
3: goes to Costco. I go to Costco <laughs> once a week, or yeah. sometimes twice. And his and wife, Kristen... And Kristen, yeah, mm-hmm. and we drive around in an, a Ford F three hundred and fifty truck that we call <laughs> Command Central. That we hit every, yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah, that's, that's nuts. Awesome.
2: We do this show twice a month, and it's about all I could get We're taken ca- care of.
3: We're <laughs> catching up on Game of Thrones right now too. So, wow, yeah, never That'd... knew about that. That was that's a pretty crazy. Are serious. you
0: on? To, are you on, you on the? Season is that? No, we're you're
3: only at? on season three, so oh, well, don't ruin it. No,
0: I won't tell you anything about just, you all know, the people who die.
3: Everybody dies, pretty much. Yeah, pretty it's much. Rough times back then. <laughs> it was,
0: you know, it isn't real. There weren't dragons and stuff. Todd. There
3: weren't. No. no,
0: it's not real. It's not history.
3: <laughs> there weren't myth not, rockies. No, <laughs> come now. It's not history. There I'm had sorry. to have been. Then th- why are there so many books about dragons?
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. You, well, we're talking about Mormonism, so. Um,
3: Real history? Yeah. I mean, I grew up here. Well, yeah. Like I said, all I know is what I was told, so.
0: Well, you're, yeah. you're, 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 you'll have to listen to this episode when we're done recording it, and you'll find we're going to start talking about the individual lives of some of the 34 wives that a lot of people did not know Joseph Smith had and what kind of women they were. Some as young as, well, just almost, she was almost 15. Almost 15. So she was 14 when uh, Joseph married her. And then uh, then there was uh, there were some, a couple that were only 50 years yes, old.
1: Yes, I think the oldest was 56.
0: 56. Yeah. Some were, uh, now this is something I didn't know. We're talking to Leslie uh, Peterson. Uh, this is something i didn 't know some of the women now you 've heard of the uh, sealing that 's what they call marriage in the mormon church you 're sealed for time and eternity, or you can just be sealed for eternity which i right. didn 't i didn 't know about that uh, for time and eternity m- m- if you 're just sealed for eternity, that means you are only sealed for to that person in the next life
1: right right
0: so what that would probably mean is that you' are, you don't have any sexual Congress with that person in this life probably that's,
1: that's what I'd think
0: yeah you just may we'll, we'll, we'll get together in the next life but in this life we're not together right right that's and that's how um, I mean even today, If a man has more than one marriage in the LDS church, he can be sealed to more than one woman in eternity. Right. Right?
3: But the women can't,
0: right? Well, no. Right. Men can get
3: unsealed, though, right?
0: Um, Something like that. You can be. A woman can be unsealed, I think, can she?
1: It gets you, way too messy and confusing. I have not figured it all out. Yeah. I really don't know.
3: I have one wife. Like you, that's all I can handle. I don't understand. More power to this yeah. guy if he had more than 30 wives. I mean, right. that just puts yeah. him on another. I don't it's, get it. It's like running three restaurants and picking tomatoes, I guess. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't understand. I never could do polygamy either. Well, let's get back to the wives of yeah, Joe. I'll,
3: I'll bring you guys some more stuff, yeah. too.
1: This is awesome. Thank you.
0: So let's get to the wives. And um, again, uh, by the way, uh, if people are interested uh, in purchasing these, you've done prints of the originals. Right. um, And uh, so people can buy like this for $20. Right. Right. I think that's what it says up there, $20. How do people find this and buy this?
1: Um, We have an Etsy shop, so you can just shop online. Um, I don't, have you seen my website? I, I saw
0: your website. I looked at it just before I came over here.
1: Okay. So there's a link on my website.
0: And your website is?
1: Leslie O. Peterson. Dot yeah. com. com. I guess. I, I had another little blog spot, and my kids said, now, mom, that you've been on the New York Times, you have to be professional. So they threw this together for me. So I th- I think it's leslieopeterson.com. dot com.
0: Dylan's looking it up right okay, now. Okay,
1: thanks, Dylan.
0: Um, so 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 you can you can look at this and there's uh, there's other art there. There was a sweet thing for your husband, I noticed. And
1: oh no, see that's my old one.
0: Oh, I didn't. I see I have a new one.
1: one that looks much more professional. Oh good. That's the old one that my kid said mm. you should be embarrassed that everybody saw that. Mm. Because I did have... It
0: looks better. Because when you click on the art on that one, it doesn't co- get big. It just goes stays small. That's yeah. what they're talking about.
1: So you'll have to do the link to my okay. my, my real one. Oh,
0: right. I will. Yeah. So anyway, the, the so leslieopeterson.com, we'll find it. And we'll put a link on our website okay. and all of that. Okay.
1: That. Yeah. And there there is a link to the art. Now, if people buy the poster... Um, I ha- If you'll turn it around, I have written little, just little blurbs about each one of them. Mm-hmm. And I have posted or I have put their original uh, painting or original oh, photograph if they had one.
0: Some of them So are that's just, kind of
1: fun to compare.
0: Yeah, some of them are just uh, profile uh, silhouettes.
1: Right, if we didn't have anything to go from.
0: How many of them were there actual photographs of them?
1: I haven't counted them, but they're all right there. I would say less than half of them had photographs. And
0: then some had actual, and some had paintings?
1: Yeah, some had sketches. Cool
0: sketches of them. Uh
1: Uh-huh, or nothing at all. And then if they didn't have anything at all, I would listen to their story. And if it said it was a wealthy woman from Massachusetts, I would put a strand of pearls on her or... Um, You know, Mm -hmm. I just kind of flew off, did whatever I felt inspired to do.
0: How many of these uh, women would you say were accomplished women who did remarkable things in their lives? And give us some examples, if you will.
1: Um, Quite a few of them. Um, Probably my favorite one is Zina Huntington. And she has a list of accomplishments. Um, She was a midwife, a musician. She was involved in women's rights and the Silkworm Project. She started a nursing school and also served as the third General Relief Society president.
0: And she was here in Salt Lake? She was here
1: in Utah. And she was married to Joseph Ann Brigham.
0: So when she was married to Joseph Smith, and then she came out here and married Brigham Young,
2: right? She definitely had a type. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: she she liked power.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She was a very powerful, influential woman. And then, of course, there's Eliza R. Snow, which is quite familiar to a lot of people. She was, you know, a real Mormon woman powerhouse.
0: Wasn't she a Relief
1: Society president at one time? Yes. She was Relief Society president. Uh, She was the president of the Deseret Hospital. Um, She did a lot of writing. Mm. Um, So she was writing in the Exponent, Women's Exponent, which is still going on today. What is that? It's a, a magazine that is written for women by women in the... They're kind of fringy a little bit. It's not like the Ensign or the New Era. Mm-hmm. but
0: It's kind of a fringe publication for Mormon oh, women. I shouldn't
1: say that, but it, it's wonderful. It's very thoughtful.
0: Ex, it's called the X- Exponent,
1: Exponent 2, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a really nice magazine. Mm-hmm. So, Anyway, those are the two that stand out the most. Um, there's just, some there's some of your of other favorites? Um one of my favorites is Louisa Beeman, and for years they thought she was the first wife, uh, the first polygamous wife, mm-hmm. but we found out later that she's not, um, and she was disguised as a man with a hat and a coat, and was married to Joseph outside of town in a grove at night, and... Um, She also ended up marrying Brigham Young, and Parowan was named Fort Louisa, before it was Parowan, uh, to honor her as Joseph's first polygamous wife. But she's really like the third or the fourth, so that's kind of interesting. Uh,
0: One of the um, women you painted, I noticed, uh, has tears coming down her face. Right. Why, Why is that?
1: That, that's the real controversial one. She is Helen Marr Kimball, and Joseph uh, was able to convince her and her parents that her eternal salvation, uh, that she would have eternal salvation and exaltation if she would marry him. And so she did. And she is also a writer, and she would write about her sadness and her loneliness in her poems and about how she was not allowed to go to the uh, Smith Mansion home for dances on the weekend because she was a married woman. But she was a 14-year-old girl, and she became a widow at the age of 17. So she, you can find a lot of her writings about how hard and sad that was for her. Um,
0: Do these women uh, have ancestors that are still about that uh, have contacted
2: you?
1: Yes, I get it all the time.
2: Really? All
1: the time. People will reach out to me. I was selling at the Beehive Bazaar. Oh, by the way, the Beehive Bazaar is next weekend. It's in Provo. It's probably one of the biggest craft shows in the state.
0: Next weekend being uh, what? Because people will hear this at all different times. Oh, okay,
1: sorry. I think it's September 3rd, 4th, and 5th down in Provo. It's called the Beehive Bazaar. And um, I sell my art there and if I just stand there for a few minutes somebody will come by and look at the poster and go oh my gosh that's my great 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 grandma or that's my great 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 aunt wow. so there are just connections after connections after connections and they
0: know they know my great 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 aunt was one of Joseph Smith's wives
1: I or- don't know if they know because so many of them were married to other men so,
0: after, after you, or at the same time? At the you,
1: same time. No, it's
2: weird. More, it's, yeah.
1: it's hard. It's really confusing. It's very confusing. I mean,
2: just just the just the day planners of these people. <laughs> would, <laughs> is ridiculous? Have you right? Have you, uh, and by the way,
0: you're you're looking at a little book also. Right. It's a little book that you probably have put together of yes. this as well, that which you can also buy, I would assume. Right,
1: yeah. In fact, this is now our biggest seller, are the books, because people want to hear the little snippets about each one of the women. I mean, yeah. that's what makes it so interesting, is to hear a little bit of, oh, the Come tacos here, of the day. Oh, yum.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Oh, thank you, Todd. Come here, and you can tell us what these are, yes. real quick. We're having, uh, we're talking more forgotten Mormon wives and tacos.
1: <laughs> <It's> <laughs>
0: and, I love it. I don't know what these are. To
3: tell you the truth, it's actually uh, braised yeah. beef short ribs on mashed potatoes. We do mean oh. potato tacos oh. a lot, yeah. And that it's got good. a, it's got like a pickled carrot, an onion slaw almost on the top. Mm. So pretty good oh, and i really gave you one each so we can try we have barracudas our fish of the day i don't know if you guys want to try that or this is, this this is, is probably enough talk this it's is awesome and it's that's really a good thing good. about this place you can come in and eat as much or as little as you want and that's absolutely delicious they're good right? i love a mash mashed potatoes on a taco i remember
0: you're the first person who ever did that to me and i went what did you do you what <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, we do French fries.
0: yeah, we do all sorts of crazy stuff. That's good these days. That's really good. Thank you. That's Todd. great.
1: Thank, Thank you. Um,
0: Thank you. So um, back to the uh, have
1: you
0: have you formed any kind of a a theory or a, a feeling in your mind as to I. I I kind of know, I got a feeling, I read the, quickly, I scanned through the essay that the church put out about Joseph Smith and polygamy, and the overall feeling I got from that was they said, well, God commanded him to do this, and so he did, Uh, and, and that was the reason. He, and they almost made it sound as though he didn't really want to, even. But, but he had to.
1: Right. Right. Is,
0: is, is, that, isn't that kind of the overall feeling that they they try to convey? And uh, and they do say Emma, his his wife, was was really had a really difficult time with
1: it. Right. Right. They do yeah.
0: acknowledge that and yeah. say that it was. It was not a, a good thing for their relationship, and uh, and she always struggled with it, and um, and it was just never good.
1: Exactly. Yep.
0: I mean, they acknowledge that, right? But but then I am I and I I have to admit I, I read through it quickly, but
1: I well, what I what I know is I don't know. I do not understand this, and I don't know if I will ever understand it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, yep. it's crazy. I cannot imagine a loving God sending an angel down to Earth and telling him he has to marry other women, or he will be
2: mm-hmm. killed. But, right? I, I mean, I
1: can't imagine that.
2: They
0: mentioned that in the essay that uh, yes. I mean, there was an angel with a, with a sword, yes, that said, "You, no, you." You have to do this.
1: Yes. It's That's what just, Joseph said. So I've just decided I don't understand it, and I don't think I ever will. I don't really have any answers. Mm-hmm. It's just very confusing. It's very complex. I don't get it.
0: Yeah. It's, um, I, I, I always liked the, um, you know, b- back when you were a kid. My, I have ancestors who were polygamous, uh, all reds, you <laughs>
1: know. Oh, okay.
0: Plenty of, plenty of polygamists there, and uh, pe- plenty of polygamists on my mother's side of the family as well. Wheel rights, and you know they. Uh, uh, there's a famous uh, photograph of a uh, uh, man at the Utah State Prison who were in prison for polygamy. And they're wearing those striped,
1: yeah, right,
0: uh, prison suits. It's an old black and white photograph. One of them is one of my mother's great-great-great-great-grandfathers. Okay. So, because he went to jail rather than give up his wife, you know. Mm -hmm. And and the stories were always of, uh, well, also part of the reason that they did this is because there were just, there were more, there were women who were widowed, and, you know, and it was economically...
1: I know you hear those. They always have these really n- nice excuses for polygamy. Mm-hmm. But um, what about all the wives he married that were already married? Mm-hmm. And there were so many young ones. That doesn't go along with that yeah. scenario. Yeah. Well,
2: and it, you know, it's, it's interesting because I, I kind of always thought, you know, polygamy, it, it's, it's a kind of men... Back then, like, men kind of owned women they were married to. Right. And so it was kind of... What do you mean back then? (laughs) (laughs) It was kind of like men collecting... Oh, I'm glad my wife isn't here. Oh, I'm going to play this whole thing for her. (laughs) Uh, It's, you know, men collecting women and, and, like, collecting cars or something. And uh, But then today, like, the first time in my life I've ever heard that in polygamy the women would be married to... A lot of men, which kind of totally avoids that whole thing. Well, not at
0: the same time.
2: No, but, uh, well,
0: no, some of them went
1: there I think there are eleven and don't quote me, I think there are eleven women that were already married and Joseph married them. Well, well were they were, so polyandry. They were, they were polyandry. married to two
2: men at the same time. Well, yes.
1: Yes, at the same time.
0: But essentially, I think the story is he stole those women from their husbands, and they weren't particularly happy about it.
1: See, I yeah, don't, I don't know.
2: know. I don't know. Yeah. Because that, like, that doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, that if it really is about collecting women, why would, you, why would you share that Like if that's your goal? I don't know. It's interesting. I don't yeah, get it's,
1: there's so many unanswered questions. I'm going to be Still. studying this for the yeah. rest of my life, and I'll never yeah. figure it all out. Cool. Still.
2: Uh, yeah, well, I was just going to uh,
0: probably say what you were about to say. No, I was going to, I was going to ask uh, uh, what else you you're working on.
1: Um, right now, I'm working on a project called Church Ladies, and I'm painting um, LDS women today. Oh, cool! And I tell people there is no worthiness requirement. So <laughs> you. Uh um, I want a diverse group of women and I'm just yeah. well
0: what uh, so you're well, I'm uh, just any LDS woman that
1: I just want to paint a diverse group of Mormon women. I've got some very devout sisters in my ward and then I have some that are no longer practicing and everything in between we should, And uh, I just want to honor. Everybody yeah, that's in great. Mormonism.
2: We should uh, we should hook you up with Sister Dottie Dixon and have you paint her.
1: Who's Dottie Dixon?
2: Oh, it's a long. Maybe I'll tell you the whole story <laughs> when we get off we'll the air. Tell, that would be that would, that be, would be a really interesting. An, painting it would be for an interesting collection. project. For
1: I you. am going to ask you about I'm, her when I'm we're gone. done. Okay,
0: Sister Dottie S. Dixon. Um, I
2: okay. wanted to ask you about kind of what. So you painted these paintings um, while listening to the podcast. You used to just. For you, right? Talk a little bit about uh, how how it took off and how, what that felt like. I mean, to a New York Times article.
1: I know it's just crazy. Well, um,
2: and when when was this? Like, what was your timeline?
1: Okay, I. It took me three months to paint all thirty-four wives. I was.
2: That's pretty fast. It's That's very good. fast, yeah. very fast.
1: I was very obsessed. I did and once I started painting I sat down and I did not get up. I, I would finish her in, mm-hmm. you know, maybe three or four hours. And if and if they didn't turn out the way I wanted to, I went, forget it. I'll be here for ten years if I try to get all of them perfect. Mm-hmm. So some of them are, are kinda of rough. But that's okay. I've learned to love them as they are. <laughs> <laughs> so Good. Good. But it took me three months and if my first uh thought was well i'll practice my art skills and i'll practice them on women who are dead that can't come back and say my nose is not that big mm-hmm. or you know you've got this wrong so kind of that was uh, how it started and then as i learned these histories it became it 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 just came a project from my heart right. i mean i seriously love these women and um yeah, it took three months, and, in fact, one day I told my husband, I am going to Zermont up in Midway, and I'm locking myself in the hotel for three days, and that's all I'm going to do is paint. I'm not coming up for air. If you want to come, fine. If not, fine. So. Cool. Oh, there.
2: <laughs> thank you. Oh, napkins. Thank, thank you. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, anyway, it was a three-month, three-month project. And, you know, like I say, it's just become really special to me. And I, But I had no idea that it was going to get all the attention that it's been getting.
0: Where did the New York Times pick up on it?
1: That was interesting. They saw my film. Mm. The little six, you saw the six minute yeah. documentary. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Who made that?
1: Um,
2: what do you want, Todd? What? You want to just that
0: up. No, I'm fine.
2: You'll I'll lick just, the plate. It's I'll fine. Just, <laughs> fine. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought it was just a pile of potatoes. No.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I will have to tell you that after the podcast
0: about oh who uh, made who, the little who made the film oh okay I will right. tell
1: you after the podcast all right
0: it's some it's a secret for some reason yes okay um it's a nice little film that people can see online yeah oh, yeah
1: yeah it's really nice I'm you're mm-hmm. really proud of it mm-hmm. um yeah and so the New York Times saw that film. And the woman said, as soon as she saw the film, she knew she had to write the story. Hmm. She contacted me shortly after that. How long ago?
0: I didn't notice the date on the New on York Times. On the New York Times.
1: Times? Oh, last week.
0: Oh, it was just last it just,
1: week? Or maybe it, was the, maybe it was the week before. And have people so. started
0: contacting you b- based on that?
1: Yes.
2: So you went from in your basement to the cov- uh, somebody making a short little thing about you. To the New York Times. To the New York
1: Times. And my phone has not stopped ringing. So okay. when you Sorry called me. That. No, it's
2: okay. <laughs> Most of those were it's, me.
1: <laughs> so, no, I, I, Huffington Post has already interviewed me, and so that will be coming out shortly. And um, then, you know, the Fox News a couple days ago. And um, I just get phone calls all the time. National
2: Fox News or the local one? Local. Is it
0: fun?
1: it's fun it really is fun um i'm enjoying it um it just feels so like i shouldn't be getting all this attention (laughs) like i'm undeserving of all this but it it is a lot of fun well
0: you should and and you know who else deserves the attention
1: Exactly, the women. I mean, these right, people. right. These Ex- women
0: deserve the attention that they never got.
1: Yes, yes, exactly.
0: And and that's, I think, as you keep that in mind, that's really right. That keep that's that's a good way to keep it grounded. Yeah,
1: thank you for saying that because that is, it is. I'm really all about honoring these women.
0: Uh, it's um, the forgotten wives of Joseph Smith, and you can find this. Tell people your website.
1: Um, Did you look it up? My
2: phone is being stupid. Um,
1: It's Leslie O. Peterson.
2: If you just
0: Google Leslie O. O. Peterson, Peterson. and it's Peterson with an O.
1: Peterson with an O.
0: Peterson, not Sen. Peterson. Peterson. Uh, Leslie O. Peterson. And if you Google that, her life will appear on Google, and you'll be able to find the New York Times story. I right. think I think the New York Times story, though I must have clicked on that. Should we all get our
2: phones out? Yeah. I got it. There yeah. it is. Th-
1: that looks a lot better than the other one, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Leslie. It's Leslie O. It's Leslie Dot com. Right. Yeah, that's and a much nicer a website.
1: A link to the film, a link to the New York Times article, and a link to the Etsy shop. So.
2: If yeah. you post this, you can put a link to the Let's Go Eat show. At the yeah,
1: let's do that.
0: Yeah, put that on your website, too. <laughs> okay. <and> right, <laughs> next, right
2: next to the New York Times. Yeah.
1: All right, I
2: will. It would, really, it would just make us look good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's really a pleasure talking to you. I hope you just sell a bunch of these because it's good for you, but it's good, for, again, for those women who never got what they really deserve to right. have throughout Mormon history. They right. deserve to be a part of the history of the church. They
1: do. They do. Um, so, thank
0: you. you know, L- uh, Liza Snow—the only name I recognize yeah. in the whole right. bunch. Right. And there's some of the some of the the surnames, the last names. You kind of you'll recognize and think uh, may, they're probably like Kimball. Uh-huh. Probably right. related to the Kimballs that are that have gone down in in uh, history in, in Utah. Probably, but so. Yep. But. But other than that, they've just been forgotten. As
1: they, they really have. And so this is my little mission now is to share these stories of these ladies. And I've had such a positive response. I just got a, somebody just texted me and said, if you ever come to St. George, I will let you stay in my, my <laughs> uh, bed and breakfast for free.
2: <laughs> cool. It's
1: just really cute. It's yeah. been a
2: really positive. Have um Positively. have you talked to uh, the your bishop or, uh? Have do you I mean do you feel like the church might, or do you think they don't care? What do you think? About?
1: You know what, um, I had a conversation with my dad who's very wise, and he said nobody's going to come after you. There's nothing you've said that's not true, no. and I think that's true. Even though people might think I'm a rebel rouser, no. that's not my intention. My intention is to honor the ladies.
2: Yeah.
0: So, uh, I think it might be interesting if, if some people uh, in the church uh, contact you and say, we'd like you to do a little bit more with this. Oh, Wouldn't that be interesting? That would
1: be wonderful. Yeah. It would be wonderful. But I do have to say, though, that the day this came out in the New York Times, my bishop called me, and he said, I want you to know I am proud of you. Great. And I thought, you got me. You understood where my heart was Great, and what good. this was all about. So that was fabulous. Did you had
0: any contact with, with the um the more radical women of the church, the ordained Mormon women groups, and those have they said anything to you about this?
1: No. Well, yes, I've online, mm-hmm. um, and they they think it's great. Oh. So they've been very positive about this project and helped me promote it and share it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they've very been cool. very positive.
0: And uh, I know you're, you, you've had uh, con, you, you've always been you do work with Sunstone. You have studied with Sunstone in the past, right? And, and all of those groups,
1: right? Yes, um yeah Sunstone showed my work, Written Vision down in Provo. I don't know if you're familiar I'm not with Not familiar with that one. Brad Kramer has a shop called Written Vision and it's rare books and art. And then Dixie is showing my work in October.
0: Uh, Dixie State Dixie College. Dixie State
1: university. Yeah,
0: are you are now university? Yeah. Right. So, yeah. so you'll be going down there?
1: Yeah, I'll be going down there the 1st of October to put up the Very good. Yeah, and you it'll be up all month. And I have a bed and breakfast to stay at now. <laughs> and
0: uh, so you have the originals yes. that you will put up at a show like that, right? Right. Yeah.
1: Right. And that's kind of a hope of my uh, I would like to get them out to different places and Yeah. have people see the women. I think you will. Yeah, I hope so.
0: Leslie Peterson, thank you.
1: Thank you. It's been delightful.
0: Uh, We've uh, been talking to Leslie Peterson on the Let's Go Eat show. Uh, Thanks to Talkeria 27. Thanks, Todd Gardner and Talkeria 27 for hosting us here. Uh, Thank you, Dylan, for producing the show. My pleasure. Uh, And, uh, you know, if you're pouring drinks, always make mine a double.